out of time. Let us pray and dive into the word of God. Father God, we come to thy presence in this wonderful time. Master, Lord, we come to your throne of grace. Thank you for all the good things you have done in our life, Master. Thank you for always being with us, taking care of us, providing all our needs according to your riches and glory. I give today's word into thy hand. I give your children into thy hand. Lord, I cancel all the disturbances. Fill me with your wisdom and knowledge, strength and courage to share your word in its context, Master. You know your children's situation, Master. Lord, speak to your children, Master. And Lord, let this message uh, be a great blessing to them, Master. And Lord, you're doing it for that. I thank you. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. 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 Being Christian, you know, we always wonder that why we have to go through trials and struggles. Uh, and I know that you have wondered why God allows us to experience trials. Uh, and no answer seems to satisfy when it comes to why God allows pain. We all have asked God some or the other time, why me? You know, one of the most beautiful part of uh, Christian life is the fact that becoming a disciple of Christ does not make us immune to life's trials and tribulations. Uh, we uh, Many times we ask a question, why would a good and loving God allow us to go through such things as uh, as the death of the, of a child or someone dies of a disease or someone is injured or uh, like when we someone is injured or our loved ones are injured and they go through trials uh, why there is financial hardship why there is we have to worry so much and we have to live in constant fear but remember we need to know that he loves us uh, and he would uh, he would take all these things away from us uh, after all loving doesn't mean he want our lives to be easy and comfortable you know it doesn't the bible clearly teaches that god loves those uh, who are his children and he works all things together for good for us uh, uh, so the question arises is does that mean that the trials and tribulation he allows in our lives are part of working together of all things for good? Yes, beloved, he works everything for good and therefore for the believer all trials and tribulations must be a divine purpose when we read first peter chapter 1 verse 6 and james 1 verse 2 both peter and james mentioned trials of many kinds uh, their point is that trials can be long short emotional physical mental or circumstantial and come with varying degree of difficulties uh, remember that our trials come in all shapes and sizes and do not always come in a spiritual wrapper. Remember, you need to know that when we go through trials, trial produce maturity. And this is why they are a blessing to us. When we go through pain, when we go through suffering, nobody likes that. Uh, and everybody wants an easy way. They say we worship the living God, the creator of heaven and earth. Why we have to struggle? This is the test over here many people and wrong teaching has made a 
a way in the church and they teach in a way that you know that if you are on this earth yeah you have to live like king jesus never lived like a king he suffered you know and the disciples they suffered persecution and so if jesus being son of god had to suffer go through struggle he didn't have a house he didn't have a uh you know place to live but he was uh, staying here and there and he finished his work then why we being as christians our first motive is we need a house you know if god gives us a house it's a blessing but if it doesn't that doesn't matter but we have to keep on having faith in him we shouldn't come to the lord just for the blessing but we should come to the lord uh for uh, for the sacrifice that he has done for us that is uh, very very important in my life all my life throughout my life i have gone through a lot of trials and struggles i used to call my life as a curse i used to i used to feel like why this is happening to me what wrong i have done and but i tell you something it worked for good today it's a big testimony i remember some days back i was with a couple of uh, unbelievers and i was uh, telling them about my story and uh, they were listening so keenly that how his life has changed uh, that wouldn't have happened if i was 100% uh, uh, had a good health and no trials no struggles uh, there if there will would have been no test uh, testimony in my life uh, so first thing that why go, why do christians have trials or why do believers have trials the first thing is uh, to glorify god when you have any issues in your life when you have any trials in your life many time you think it is uh, it is to destroy you but you need to know that the first thing you can write it down the first thing is to glorify god when we read daniel chapter 3 verses 16 to 18 it says shadrak meshach and abednego replied o nebuchadnezzar why we do not need to defend ourselves before you if we are thrown into the blazing furnace the god whom we serve is able to save us he will rescue us from our from your power your majesty but even if he doesn't we want to make it clear to you your majesty that we will never serve your gods or worship the golden statue you have set up and when we read daniel chapter 3 verses 24 to 25 it says but suddenly nebuchadnezzar jumped up in amazement and exclaimed to his advisers didn't we tie up three men and throw them into the furnace yes your majesty we certainly did they replied look nebuchadnezzar shouted i see four men unbound walking among among around in the fire unharmed and the fourth one looks like god here god got the glory out of the situation but remember how many of you have the faith to go into the furnace you know many time we want the miracle but we don't want the message you know but a true believer a true sir child of god a true person who knows jesus who who knows what the 
Christianity is all about uh, will not focus on miracles he will focus on message our life should be a living message and for that message we will have to go through trials we will have to go through struggle we will have to go through pain and suffering but ultimately it will glorify god the reason many of you don't experience jesus in your life the reason many of you have not experienced god's hand in your life is because you always trust in yourself you think i can take care of this thing why i should trouble god you don't want to wait you don't want to face the the the, the moment you see a a a situation in your life which is against your uh, which is against your, your uh, desire you know you try to change it but you don't wait upon god and that is the reason many people don't witness the hand of god i have witnessed miracle after miracle that i can't put it in words but yes i'm i'm planning to write a book titling the secret of my ministry and in that i will be sharing lot of uh examples of where we have seen the hand of god in our life how god worked in our life and uh, it it is going to be an amazing book but you need to pray for that because i need time to write and it is a it is a big thing to write and uh, but i will share a lot of things in that my secrets and everything how god works in our life but what matters the most is uh, that you need uh, uh to wait upon the lord here they were shadrak meshak and abednego they were not worried they said even if even if god doesn't save us we were we are not going to bow down but many of you who are working you bow down what you would have done okay it's just a bow i will think about jesus and i will bow down that's what you will say that's what your pastor will teach you it's okay to mend it's okay to bend but that's not the way you know we as believers we stand firm in the lord we stand firm in the word of god and we don't bend you know it because uh, that bend is not the end uh, our god is the one that is matters that should be matters the most uh, in our life remember uh, daniel wouldn't have ex- seen that miracle of uh, lion's uh, mouth been shut because until and unless he had that faith to enter into that then why you don't experience miracles why you don't see answers to the prayer because you don't have faith uh, the moment you have a financial crisis you look up to your brother you look up to your sister you look up to a credit card you look up to a a person to take and that is the reason you don't see but i have seen miracles where uh, god has supernaturally provided for us uh, in thousands uh, in lakhs and we have seen that happening it's not because because uh, of me it's because we trust upon god and we know the tr- trials we are going through i know the struggle that i am going we are going through i always say one thing which i have heard from a sister in christ she said uh, if it is god's will it will be his bill you know i'll say it again if it is god's will it will be his bill so you don't have to worry about anything if you are walking in the will of god things will take place so first thing you need to know that uh, if you are going through trials it is to glorify god it is not to glorify the situation it is not to glorify satan it is to glorify god many times when problem comes uh, people glorify satan it's the work of the satan everything it's about satan remember 
Satan is is God's dog on a leash. It can only affect you as much God allows it to. The devil doesn't have a hold upon your life. So if you give chance to the devil, that is another thing. So you need to know that uh, whatever is happening, it is to glorify God. In small thing, in big things, it is to glorify God. Uh, second thing, why Christians have uh, trials is to discipline for known sins the many reasons many of you go through trials is that god is disciplining you for the sin that you are committing knowingly when we read hebrews chapter 12 verses 5 to 11 it says and have you forgotten the encouraging words god spoke to you as his children he said, my child, don't make light of the Lord's discipline and don't give up when he corrects you for the Lord disciplines those he loves and he punishes each one he accepts as his child. As you endure this dis divine discipline, remember that God is treating you as his own children. Whoever heard of a child who is never disciplined by its father. If God doesn't discipline you as he does all of his children, it means you are an illegitimate and you are not really his children at all. Since we respected our earthly father who disciplined us, shouldn't we submit even more to the discipline of the father of our spirits and live in life forever? For our earthly fathers disciplines us for a few years doing the best they knew how, share, knew how. But God's discipline is always good for us so that we might share in his holiness. No discipline is enjoyable while it is happening. It's painful. But afterwards, there will be a peaceful harvest of a right living for those who are trained in this way. So remember, God disciplines those whom he love. So if you live in sin, he will discipline you. He will correct you so that uh, your your soul will not perish. When we read James chapter 4 verse 17, it says, Remember, it is sin to know what you ought to do and then you don't do it. You say, I don't sin. I'm not into it. I don't I have not committed adultery. I don't drink. I don't smoke and I don't eat tobacco, chew tobacco and I'm not into to any relationships but you know bible says if you know to do good and you don't do it sin you know so if people when you know that they are in need and then and you're not supporting them you're not helping them you're not praying for them it's a sin so there are sins that you know you never thought it can be a sin but remember you have to be sensitive to sin and you and that is that might be the reason god is disciplining dis, disciplining you right now you say why this trouble is going why i'm in in this trial forever and ever because god has blessed you and you are not blessing someone whose whom god is asking you to do when we read romans chapter 14 verses 23 it says uh, but if you have doubts about whether or not you should eat something you are sinning if you go ahead and do it uh, for you are not following your convictions if you do nothing you believe it is not right you are sinning so remember one of these things matters a lot when we read first uh, john 1 9 it says but but if we confess our sins to him he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all 
wickedness that's the best thing if we confess our sins that is very important you will say how many times i'll confess but you have to keep on confessing and even you keep on confessing you know you will have be sensitive to sin that is the only remedy to sin and when you keep on confessing yeah, and god will remove allow uh, remove those trials from your life you want a trial free life that's not going to happen there will be some or the other other trials will be there but it's going to be less trials but these things comes again and again and every trial has a purpose to mature us to bring us more closer to god that is very very important the third reason that why christians have trials why you go through trial is to prevent us from falling into sin and that's a very important thing that many times god puts us in trial so that he can prevent us from sin when we read first peter chapter 4 verses 1 and 2 it says so then since christ suffered physical pain you must arm yourself with the same attitude he had be ready to suffer too for if you have suffered physically for christ you have finished with sin you won't spend the rest of your life chasing your own desires but you will be anxious to do the will of god when trials comes in our life when struggle comes in our life when pain and suffering comes in our life you know the first thing we come to think is about god you don't think about lusting after your neighbor's wife or lusting after your neighbor's husband or uh, thinking about sexual immorality the moment you are in pain and suffering your body just groans and calls upon the lord and that is the best thing so sometimes many times that god allows some situations to take place in your life it's because he wants us he's preventing us from falling into a sin you might not know that you might not understand that but god knows that so you have to know that something good is going to happen if god is allowing this something is there in the future that god doesn't want me to do and he's allowing it for my good that's why you need to always trust in the lord don't run your mouth don't don't try to outrun god but always trust in him believe in him put your faith in him because he might be preventing you from falling into a sin another reason that why christians have have trials and you have trials is to keep us from pride remember paul kept from pride by his thorn in the flesh when we read second uh, corinthians chapter 12 verses 7 to 10 it says even though i have received such wonderful revelation from god think so to keep me from becoming proud i was given a thorn in my flesh a messenger from satan to torment me and keep me from becoming proud three different times i begged the lord to take it away each time he said my grace is all you need my power works best in weakness so now i'm glad to boast about my weakness so that the power of christ can work through me that's why i take pleasure in my weakness and in the insults hardships persecutions and trouble that i suffer for christ for when i'm weak i am strong remember paul had lot of visions he was been greatly used by god 
wrote so many books in the Bible, but he had the thorn in the flesh. Many people who preach about only miracles, they don't believe this. They they take it in another sense, but he had the thorn in the flesh. But the question was, was it in his eyes? You know, if you read the word of God clearly, you will understand that thorn, that the thorn in the flesh of, of Paul was in his eyes. When we read Galatians 4.15, Paul says, Where is it that joyful and grateful spirit you felt then? I am sure you would have taken out your own eyes and given them to me if it had been possible. Why would Paul say something like that? That if you would have taken your eyes and given it to me, that means Paul had some issues. If I say, you know, I know that you love me so much and that you would have given me your kidney if it is possible, that you have, if you have that understanding, you will know that I have issue in my kidney. And so Paul is saying that I'm sure that you would have taken out your eyes and given them to me if it had been possible. That means many people, many scholars, they say that on the way of Damascus, when Paul encountered Jesus and when he saw that light, it affected his eyes. And uh, since then, he had uh, this issue in his eyes. Uh, and in, when we read Galatians chapter 6, verse 11, it says, note, Paul says, Notice what large letter I use as I write these closing words in my own handwriting. So he was writing big letters because he couldn't see well. And uh, what matters the most is uh, that you need to know that Paul being a child of God, a servant of God, and greatly used by God, he had the thorn in the flesh. So, by, because uh, Paul admitting it to prevent him from getting proud. You know, proud is something that you have no idea. You know, a lot of people, when they, when, when you listen to their preaching, when you talk to them, it's always about I, I, I. Run away from them as if they have leprosy. Those people are not going to do any good for you. So it is very important that uh, you look after people who are humble. One of the things that uh, in my life that uh, because I've gone through so many things uh, and situations and pain and suffering, it has made me humble. A lot of people message me that listening to you knows, uh, you know, we can make out how humble you are. And I'm not boasting about that, but I know that uh, that it's happened because I've gone through trials and struggle and I have gone through pain like anything recently. When I was uh, uh, operated for gallbladder, you know, uh, most of my, my hands are punctured. Uh, they don't get veins in my hand. And there was a time that they had to put uh, uh, the saline through my through my feet. And uh, but there also they didn't get uh, get the veins. Uh, and you have no idea every time when they prick in your hand, it's painful. And I think they have tried five to seven times. Uh, and every time, you know, I won't scream or shout, but, you know, I remember Christ that time. You know, it's painful, but, you know, these things God allows, it makes me humble. It makes me more humble. Uh, there is nothing in me to boast about. Uh, whatever I am, it is the grace of God. So when 
trials are coming in your life when suffering is coming in your life when you go through problems remember one of the reason is that god is making you humble and he doesn't want you to get pride another reason that why christians have trials and why why we go through trials is because uh, god is building our faith you know to build our faith he allows us to go through problems you know like in life we go through a lot of test in our life normal test in schools colleges and uh, if you if you speak in a in a small crowd then you get little bit confidence then you go to a bigger crowd and saying same way god is building your faith when we read first peter chapter 1 verses 6 and 7 it says so be truly glad there is wonderful joy ahead even though you must endure many trials for a little while these trials will show that your faith is genuine it is being tested as fire test and purifies god therefore your faith is far more precious than mere gold so when your faith remains strong through many trials it will bring you much praise and glory and honor on the day when jesus christ is revealed to the whole world so remember that we when we go through trials and struggles uh, and when we endure this situation remember god is building our faith when you go through a little pain and suffering and when you pass it you have more faith to pass and it's just like a wave you know it keeps on coming keeps on coming and when you face one wave another waves come when you face that wave another wave comes but remember there a time comes if you see the sea you know in the center of the sea there is stillness and that's how christian life is you will go through a lot of trials you will go through a lot of struggles but a situation comes that god will bring peace in your life and today i am in a situation where i experience peace and i have seen the hand of god and a uh, lot a lot of things but in this stillness also you know there are times when i go through trials and struggle but i don't cry and i don't run here and there like pagans i'm not worried god is in control if this is i am doing god's work it is his business and you know he has to do the things need to be done so the one of the thing that we go through trials is that he is uh, building our faith uh, another reason that christians have trials and why we go through trials is to cause growth and growth is very important in christian life many people are name say christians they go to church they they are in church for 15 years but they don't know anything about the word of god they don't know the concept they don't know the books of the bible they don't know the characters of the bible they don't know why bible is there they just say i am a christian they just they have done ecg christians like you know easter christmas and good friday christians uh, you know but god allows sometimes trials and struggles and temptations problems in our life to cause growth in our life when we read romans 5 chapter 5 verses 3 to 5 it says we can rejoice too when we run into problems and trials for we know that they help us 